everybody. Final episode in our series, Maintaining Lean Body Mass in Prep. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. We're going to focus this last one on some of those variables that you may not consider. We've we've spent two sessions on training and cardio, two sessions on nutrition. Uh, but what about sleep? What about stress? What about recovery? Uh, that could even dive into the realm of training frequency. Are you just too active too often? And this is huge for me, Adam. I, I talk about this all the time. It's certainly a hobby horse of mine. I just did a big research reviews, review in the Flexible Dieting Institute on training frequency and training variables. And research shows that even though equated for volume, you can get similar results if you train a body part, for example, once a week versus twice a week or two times a week versus four times a week. Research is empirical that training less often but harder actually helps. It helps you retain more lean body mass and gain more lean body mass. Very close, very close. But what it really does show you, if you kind of spin the way you ask that question, is that you can get just as much or better results training less frequently. So when you're in a calorie deficit and you're busy and you don't feel like you have all the energy in the world to train, if you can get the same results with less catabolic stimulus, which is training, then that's your call. That is your call. And I know oftentimes we want to do the opposite. We want more training, more training, more training. You know, we kind of talked about that in the cardio session. But um, again, research could go either way. It's just a little bit more of an advantage to get extra rest. And, and I'm curious as to, you know, how much input you put directly into a client's decisions on that. Yeah, when I'm doing their programming or even, you know, we monitor the days a week that they train. Oftentimes towards the end of prep, we are pulling that training back to sometimes three days a week. My clients absolutely hate it when I do that because I feel like we're kind of ahead of the curve and, you know, it, it's very opposite. I, I had somebody leave me for it, frankly, a couple of weeks ago. They said, well, this coach will let me train seven days a week. And I said, well, when that doesn't work, I'd love to have you back, you yeah. know? So it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a hard worker, but I think she needs to experience that and find out the hard way. And uh, as long as you're not a dick about it, you know, they they will come back. So, you know, it's it's hard because people do need to experience those things. And I obviously tried to meet in the middle with her and explain why that might be best for her. And we were doing a lot of cardio at the time. And so, you know, things like that can definitely help you maintain more muscle. That's why we do them. Uh, you know, another thing I think that we could talk about is supplementation. Um, some things like creatine can definitely help promote more muscle fullness, better um, performance and recovery. And I'm, you know, we could talk about some other small supplements, but I really like bringing creatine in this example because it's the most well-studied, it's cheap, and almost every company has the creatine that they sell, so we don't really have to align with a certain brand. But yeah, you just need monohydrate. You don't need the ethyl esters or anything fancy. It, it works. It works wonderfully. Um, the other thing we could talk about is PDs can be helpful as well. 
Obviously, if you're going down the enhanced route, I typically only recommend that for people who've competed a couple of times and realize they like it and have a deep conversation of what their why is behind this and what the outlook might even look like outside of their bodybuilding career once they're not doing it anymore. So, you know, these are all things that we can do to, you know, help someone keep more muscle mass. And then uh, I think you mentioned sleep and stress are huge factors. If this is where I speak a lot with my menopausal clients, they have those, they have hot flashes, they they wake up a lot at night. And and when that starts happening, you usually need to take your foot off the gas pedal a bit. You need to fix the sleep so then they can progress better. When sleep stops, so does fat loss. You're just not getting the recovery. I mean, to a point you will, but then you're just going to have stress loss, <laughs> um, stress weight loss. And I I always say this, like you can lose 10 pounds and look good and you can lose 10 pounds and look bad just as much as you can get gain 10 and look good and, you know, gain 10 and look bad. Yeah, I've done some research reviews and I think sleep is a good way to end it uh, because if you look at the research on this, you will literally stop losing body fat being under um, slept. Is that a, a phrase? But um, it, it seems like an oxymoron because you're thinking, well, more awake time, my calories usage is being higher. I'm metabolically more active if I'm not sleeping. But your immune system just starts shutting down. Your central nervous system kind of goes into protective modes. And, and you don't. You just don't. And I've done this with clients where I've said, look, you know, we've got to get more sleep, especially when they're plateauing and we're trying to figure out some of these reasons why they may not be losing as fast. And it's just magic. So every time a client says, hey, you know, I, I want to do more cardio, but it means I'm going to have to wake up 30 minutes early and I'm only going to get four hours of sleep, but I'll be waking up at like three in the morning now. I will always say sleep is more important than cardio. If, if you cannot get enough sleep, you cannot do more cardio. You just can't. If you can rearrange the rest of your life so you get enough sleep, then we can talk about more cardio but you physically will not perform well or lose body fat or retain muscle if you're not getting the sleep. It just won't happen. I had a client this week who said she was lifting twice a day. I've never had anyone do this. She's doing her own training, obviously. <laughs> um, so I told her this week that I want her to get rid of the second training session per day. And that goes into sleep. Like whatever time you were doing that training, whether it be an extra hour or two for the second session, that two hours goes into the sleep bag. And I think, uh, we, I think we've all done that. I think we've all tried to train twice a day. You know, I mean, I remember as like a teenager and so forth, and it's just not productive. You know, it, it, you're going to, you're going to lead yourself to injury invariably. You're definitely not going to get the results, but you know, it's, it's tough not to, when you've got the energy and the time. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Adam, well, I appreciate it. And all of you guys who watch and listen regularly to Contest Prep University, uh, let us know if you have any questions, put any comments in the uh, episodes themselves. And, and we always look forward to answering those questions and any topics you want us to address in the future. We'll see you next time in Contest Prep University.